Hi. Happy. What day it is? I don't, I don't even know what day it is. Um, happy Monday. Happy August 31st. We are currently almost nine months into this year of whatever this year is. I feel like everybody kind of wanted to go into this with an open mind and having it a good year because it's 2020 and we want to see everything in 2020 however it is the roaring 20s and we are just not seeing eye to eye anyhow today i wanted to talk about toxic friendships and relationships and i think i may have touched on this in my last podcast i can't even remember what I talked about in my last podcast, to be quite honest with you, because I'm so irregular and horrible at doing consistent ones. However, yesterday, (laughs) and you know, I think a lot of us are dealing with a lot of change, and for the people who have kids that are trying to deal with homeschooling, and being at home, working from home, dealing with kids, dealing with their spouses, significant others, boyfriends, girlfriends, wives, husbands, whoever, we're all trying to make the best of it that we can. And it seems almost as impossible. And I think in regular life, it also seems very hard to deal with, with other things, but it's at least it's a little bit more manageable because we could keep our heads above ground, go out, send our kids to school, and now we can barely do any of these things. Anywho, um, so as many of you guys know or don't know or I don't know how much I've shared, whatever, uh, I currently work in the midst of all this COVID stuff. I kind of don't really feel like dealing with talking about COVID. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing about it, seeing it, living it, breathing it, hopefully not catching it. Uh, because I know that I'm dealing with it 24-7 at work. So when I get out of work, I don't want to hear about it. Don't want to deal with it. Nothing. Um, and it seems like that's the only thing that people want to talk about. And it's here what are we going to do about it um i'm currently dealing with uh, a lot of situations right now because it's hard i think for everybody um in the last like week or so it's just been a little bit more i guess in my face and dealing with these situations or trying to deal with it and it's just quite frankly hard af um in the first like couple months it was like manageable for me it was a little bit hard for me uh because nobody really knew what was going on um and it's hard because cdc keeps changing everything the rules are new every every day it's something different And I guess coping with it for me was just kind of not coping with it. That made my feelings worse, made me a little bit more depressed because I tried repressing everything and it just ended up making me more depressed. Um, Currently I haven't seen my father in close to seven to eight months um, because I'm 
literally in the trenches with this COVID stuff. My dad's 74, his immune system's not great. Um, when my dad gets sick, he gets sick. So, you know, it's like this question to me was always kind of nonsensical because it's like, have you been exposed to people who have COVID? My answer is always yes. Like, yes. Like, oh, well, you know, like if I wanted to go out and they asked me that, like, do I say yes or do I just stay home? Like, I work in an ER, the fifth largest public hospital in the nation, and I'm in it every day. Um, so it's more about me being cautious and me not subjecting myself to catching it or spreading it if I do have it, if I'm asymptomatic. Um, it's just, it's becoming hard for me because I have always been very, very close to my father and not seeing him has been a very difficult thing for me to not do because you want the love and support of your family and... I feel like I can. Like, yeah, there's FaceTime and that helps, but like when you are close to somebody, what do you want to do? You want to go up to them and hug them and like have a conversation and sit down and spend an hour or two or 10 or whatever with this person. And that's not physically possible. And not to bring up the annoying mask debate, but it's kind of like, when I say, like, what's the big deal about a mask, like, I'm literally wearing a mask to protect you from catching it. Because I'm in this 24 hours all the time. Well, not 24 hours, but I'm in it 12 hours a shift, four days a week. So, whether you not believe it helps, it really makes no difference, like... I'm literally doing this to protect people like my dad and the fact that I like can't even see him is like I know it's for the greater good like I have to always bring myself to that point like I it's for the greater good but it's also very difficult because these are the people that you want to see all the time and I physically can't um you know it's like I want to go see my family I want to go do all these things and you know, it's like you have to think about the people that you care about because at the end of the day, like, I would feel, feel extremely guilty if I were that person that brought this to them. And then to not even know the lifelong challenges that it brings to people or the long-term side effects it would do to their lungs, like, I don't know. And I don't really wish to bring that upon anybody, you know? And it's like... I mean, like, I honestly don't believe 100% the numbers that they're putting out every day. Do I think the numbers are high? I'm pretty sure they are. However, do I think that there's that many deaths? I don't really know. Like, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm not trying to sit here and say, oh, I know everything. Obviously, I don't. But, you know, how many of these are actually death-related because of COVID or because they had this existing condition like congestive heart failure and then ended up catching COVID and yeah you know they ended up getting COVID and dying but like 
Is it because they had CHF and like this is kind of like the cherry on the cake and COVID just kind of pushed them over the edge and killed them? Like, I don't really know. It's one or the other. Like, I don't really know what's real, what's not. It's in this gray land. And I had to have that uncomfortable conversation with my sister the other day where it's like I wanted to go up and see her and her family and the kids and okay, well, you know, just wear your mask. Then it became, well, you know, my husband doesn't really feel comfortable since he knows that you work in an ER. Just, we're going to have to postpone this. And after I, like, received that text message, it's like, do am I angry? Yeah, not really so much with her. Not so much with him. Um, it's frustrating because... Like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Like, I want to see my family. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll come hang out and sit in a mask all day. I don't care. Like, I work with one. We go out with one. You know, at the end of the day, like, if this is what it is, it is what it is. Um, and it's like, I just haven't seen anybody in so long like I the only person I've really been in contact with my family and seen in person is my mom so it's 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 been a little rough patch of a month for me and it's kind of like the long stretch like the beginning of the seventh baseball terms I'm not even quite sure what verbiage to use but it's like the home stretch where it's like all right we're Almost done, but we're stuck in this, like, elongated inning of who's going to win and who's not. Um, Anyway, that's not really where I was going to go in this podcast, but I guess I just needed to get that off my chest. Um, Yeah, it just, it's just, as a healthcare worker, it's just been very, very hard in the ability to cope. I mean, now it's a little bit more, it's, it's easier to deal with now and kind of function and say, well, this is the world we live in, but like, damn, like (laughs) it's hard. It's, it's hard to function like this. And, you know, like we're all making life the best that we can make it, but like we're stuck in this really weird pandemic shit that nobody really knows how to function with and you know everybody's home life is kind of a mess like we're homeschooling kids now like what does that even look like and you know it's just it's a super weird time like if you didn't have a hard home life before I'm pretty sure that amplifies tenfold you know with what you guys have to deal with now with you know trying to work it you know if you're if you or your spouse or whoever lost their job one's working then you have the kids if you have kids if you don't have kids you know if you didn't already have financial issues this is gonna create an issue like you know like in the people who are working and trying to provide you know monies or financial you know stabilization for their home like (laughs) like now you have to like like who's how do you even determine who works and how much they can work and you know like it's crazy like 
now you have to cut down your hours and basically work part-time to now homeschool your child. Like, so the one, like, or do you split that up to the person who's not working and say, hey, listen, I know you need a job and I know we all need help, but this is what it is. Now homeschool the kids. Like, you know, how does that conversation even happen? You know, it's like, I don't know how people are making families work right now. You know, maybe I don't fully understand or, you know, sorry, my eye is like on fire right now. Um, so I just think we're all literally stuck in this space of trying to figure out what the fuck this is. Um, anyway, the whole purpose of this podcast, which I know I think I touched up on the last time is friendships and relationships. And it's like, I literally did nothing but think and kind of deal with whatever's going on in front of me. And then it's like the next person that you really want to turn to is the people that you depend on or your friends or your relationships or whoever that may be. Obviously I'm not in a relationship right now. Um, trying to figure that one out too. And that's just like a whole different, whatever the fuck it is. And I'm kind of at a point now where it's kind of like, we're either doing this or we're not, we're either in this or not. Not that I really like giving ultimatums, but I really don't like this gray space of Let's just roll with the punches and figure it out. Like, I've never been that person. Either we're doing this or we're not. Like, we're... I, I don't like half-assing shit. Like, to me, let's figure this out as putting a temporary band-aid and calling it what it is and saying, hey, let's fuck around and not put a title on things. Like, I think that's bullshit. Like, if you don't really like me or you don't like me enough to be in a relationship, that's fine. Just be honest and be like, yo, I just... I like you, but I don't really want to in a relationship like I just still don't understand how that's still not a thing by now and I'm in my 30s like or you wait eight months and so I bring up the conversation and then it's like awkward because you're like oh well you know I really didn't want you to be my girlfriend but like it just these things like just be straight out like there's nothing wrong with being forward about any of these things and it's like when it it's literally this is why I hate dating apps I think they're fucking stupid like granted I'm probably on them more than anything else now but it's like you're meeting the same person like over and over and over maybe with a slightly different job maybe a slightly different age maybe a different name at this point I think I'm meeting everybody with the same name or like the same five names so it's kind of like what how do I even store you in my phone like Mike number one Mike number two Alex number one Alex number five like it's it's literally I can't even wrap my brain about like how dating is and if dating wasn't bad like also if dating wasn't bad before now it's just super really fucking annoying like I just I've been dealing with this one person for the last like eight months and it's just like I'm kind of at a point where I'm just like that's great but I don't want to deal with this casual nonsense anymore like I just it's fine if that's what you want to do but at least let me know what you want to do before we even got here like this wishy-washy attitude that people have down here about dating it's like at least give me the option and that's why I really don't appreciate. It's like, just give me the option of what you want to do 
So at least I have one. It's not even the option of saying, oh, I just want to have sex or have casual sex. That's never really what I'm offended about because honestly, like, if that's what it is, like, sometimes you just mesh with somebody, but you know you can't be in a relationship with them. And I totally get that because I felt that before. So I understand that feeling. However, if you feel it about me, there's nothing wrong with saying like, hey, yo, like, this is how I feel. Like, I'm very blunt. So I appreciate somebody else who's also very blunt and will tell me how it is. So, yeah, I may get mad for like all of five seconds, but at least down the road, number one, I know where you stand. Number two, my feelings ultimately won't be hurt at the end because I know what this is. And three, like... It, to be let on, I think, is worse than anything else. Because when you lead somebody on, like, how do you, like, maybe that's what you wanted this whole time is me being exclusive to you and you not being exclusive to me. But, like, how is that even fair for me? Like, I'm also a human being. I have feelings. Like, maybe that's what I wanted to do, too. But I'm thinking in my head, like, you've been exclusive this whole time and you haven't. So it's frustrating that people have that mentality that they are honest to a point but not enough to really give you the whole truth to me that's still a lie because you're lying by omission you're not telling me the whole truth you may be telling me a half truth but you're not telling me the whole thing and that's the worst like i think that's just shitty it's shady and annoying like whatever (sighs) that's how i feel about this person and it sucks because like when i hang out with this person And I keep putting myself in the same situation and it hasn't changed. And, you know, the last time I met up with him, I was kind of hoping this situation would have changed, but he was not 100% sober either. So it's like, how do I really have a conversation with somebody where you're sober, but the other person isn't? So it's like, do I really bother to have this conversation? No. Like, do I really get the answers that I need? Yeah. But why do I keep doing this? Um whatever the toxic relationships just don't really need to be a focus on anybody's primary life like fuck that like if you're not going to be there for me 100 percent, like i really don't want that like and i've always said this to people where it's like i don't think anybody really deserves to be in a 50 50 relationship where one person's putting 50 and the other person 50 50 like You don't put, like, half a tank of gas in your gas tank. You may do 50-50 things, like, and I'm all about this. If you go on a date with somebody, and let's say you go to the movies. Well, granted, the movies aren't open, but (laughs) example. If you go to the movies, okay, the tickets are $12 a pop. It's literally $25 right there. You go to the concession stand or whatever. I always used to just buy snacks at like CVS or Walgreens or whatever, bring them in my huge ass purse. But if you wanted like the movie theater popcorn, cause we all know movie theater popcorn's the shit, especially when it's fresh. There's nothing wrong with one person buying the tickets and the other person buying the snacks and the drinks. Like I've never seen anything wrong with that. Like, Sure, you can do 50-50 things, but what I mean, like, if you're pulling 100, you should be matching that person's 100. Like, 
I expect you to be 100% with me as I'm being 100% with you because I'm going to tell you how I feel, whether it hurts your feelings or if it doesn't. Granted, I may not be blunt about certain things, but at least I'll tell or maybe sugarcoating it. I don't know. There's a right way and a wrong way to say things. And I feel like the way I am, I may not be as harsh. Sometimes they come out really harsh and I don't mean to hurt people's feelings but sometimes it does but I'd rather you be all informed than not informed at all or half informed like I don't want somebody doing that to me like I think that's horrible you're not gonna tell me a 50% truth like no like I deserve honesty like if you're I don't need to know that you're having sex with 10 other people like that's not what I need to know or want to know but if you're going out and dealing with other people at least let me know you know you don't which I know it sounds a little bit hypocritical but um I'd, I'd at least rather know like you don't need to guess what I'm trying to get at is just be honest like just be honest in what it is and there's nothing wrong with that if you want to go out and date great like if i'm not the only one you're dating great just like i don't need to know every time you go on a date there's certain things that maybe i don't need to know the whole truth about but you know if i'm being real with you and saying hey look like i want it to be this way i'm not you know monogamous to you but i want it to be like treat me like it you know, and if I'm not getting that, like, see you later. Like, I just can't deal with the half Miami truths, and it's a shitty way to be in a relationship. And a lot of people, like, or in my family, oh, you know how you don't want this? Yeah, that's great. Like, of course, I want a relationship. I want to be happy. Like, I eventually want a family and settle down and maybe have kids. I'm not really quite sure if I want to have kids right now, but. You know, like, that'd be nice to have a family to come home to. Um, but anyway, so there is a specific reason why I brought this up. So yesterday, and talking about toxic whatever, even though my topic kind of changed a little bit, I like to go off topic clearly, as you guys could tell, um... Yesterday I was at work, so I go in from 7 in the morning to 7.30 at night. So basically my day wakes, I wake up at 5.30, get ready, go into work about like 6.15, 6.30, eat breakfast, get a coffee, whatever, start at 7. Work a 12-hour shift, get out at 7.30, go home. Half the time, like, I end up, this is how I decompress. I sit in my car and listen to music for about an hour. So, that's like a 14-hour day, 15-hour day for me. So, maybe, I don't even know if, like, being in a relationship is something for me, but whatever. So, my my Saturday shift was insane, and everybody always thinks that, like, weekend shifts are better, which it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, the, you know, yes, is it easier than a Monday? Yes, of course. Um, but sometimes you can't really control pub- the public, which I don't think anybody can, but, um, 
So, my Saturday was getting a cardiac arrest at 7.30 in the morning. My day wasn't really bad. We worked to that cardiac arrest for an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 30 minutes. Um, then the rest of my day involved having a stroke alert patient uh, and a STEMI, which is what most people in the general public or what people do call it is a heart attack. So, in medical terms or verbiage, a STEMI is an ST elevation myocardial infarction, which most people are kind of familiar with. A myocardial infarction is basically a heart attack, right? So, I like to call that a full circle. Um, in our ER, we have like three dedicated ERs for three different things. So we have one for STEMIs, which is heart attacks, one for strokes, and one for cardiac arrests. This one ER got all three at the same time. So it was a crazy Saturday. So Sunday, I was looking forward to having, with of course, an ER. It's never going to be just a chill day, but you know, you can never really gauge that. Um, I was looking for like a little bit more of a chill day than I did on a Saturday. So I go into work, I'm doing my thing. I got a notification on my phone. See, it's from a old casual kind of friendship that I've had with somebody, right? And this person I met a couple years ago through a mutual friend of mine and you know, like, I kind of made one of those, like, yeah, we should hang out, like, I haven't seen you in a while, like, yeah, we should catch up, whatever. Those kind of things, where it wasn't really, like, making specific plans, but, you know, like, hey, like, I want to see you, like, what's going on with you? And after, like, a few texting conversations, like, and, like, a phone call, you know, I can tell that, like, this person just, like, wasn't the person that... Like, I felt like I knew. And, you know, people are constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, I always think that people aren't always going to be the same. Like, I think people have the capability of changing. But do people always change? No. But, you know, in some ways, shapes or forms, I think we all kind of change. Whether it's bad or good. Um, I think that's... I think growth is where we should be. You know, I think that we should always want to either better ourselves or you know like think about changing and you're not going to be the same person as you were when you were 20 when you were 18 when you were 15 I don't know who's calling me probably who cares anyway um so this person I was on the phone with for a little bit I could tell that there was like some kind of characteristic personality change and you know, it's like, yeah, I guess we'll hang out. Just, you know, like, whatever. Like, I'll think of a good night to hang out and we'll hang, whatever. And, um, I don't know. Something just kind of, like, ticked me off or, like, kind of, like, made me uncomfortable after the hangout. And I was like, man, I probably shouldn't have said, like, hey, let's hang. Didn't mean tonight, but, like, I don't know. Just... Sometimes, like, when you get, like, a certain kind of energy from somebody and you're just like, man, something's off, like, 
I don't feel right about this. Like, that's the kind of feeling I felt. Like, I got off the phone, I was like, eh, like, something just didn't sit right with me. And this person has, like, dabbled into, like, new habits that I'm not really, like, into. Like, I don't really want to be surrounded by it. I don't really want to, you know, be involved with it. I don't, like, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But also, like... That's not where I'm at. Like, if you want to mess with, like, shrooms and whatever, great. But, like, I also really don't. So, like, that's not something that I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, oh, you're tripping. But, like, how is that fun for somebody who's sober? Like, I don't really understand that. Like, that's not going to be, like, that's going to be zero fun for somebody. Like, okay, so you're tripping balls and I'm sitting here, like, cool while you're, like, babbling about whatever. Like that's not something that I personally get excited and want to hang out with you on a Tuesday for. Like, I see enough of it in the ER. Like, <laughs> like I just don't really care for that. Like, I really want to mentally check out. Like, if I'm going to hang out with somebody, I want you to be present in the moment. And that's fine. Like, everybody has their own thing. I just, I have my own thing. Like, I just don't personally care for it. That's fine. Um... Yesterday, like at 7.45, 7.50, I get this like alert on my phone. This person is like range texting me at 7.50 in the morning. Like, hey, if you didn't really want to hang out with me, then you should have just said so. Like, if you don't want to, just fucking say it. And, you know, it's been like two weeks and I've called you like three times and sent you text messages and you like haven't really responded. And I'm like okay hi like good morning to you like fucking great like okay so we're here fine if you really want me to be honest like no I don't want to hang out with you like this isn't really like my cup of tea I'm not gonna stop you from living your life that's fucking fine like I'm good with it but like you don't need to be this aggressive at 7 45 in the fucking morning like you could have just been like hey are we hanging I would have been probably not all right, cool. Like, maybe I should have just said, like, fuck you. I don't want to hang out with you on the phone. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm just preaching about, like, being blunt and honest. But, you know, like, I've also been dealing with family complications and, like, a lot of other things. Like, my car breaking down. I had to put a new battery. I literally just spent, like, a grand on my car to get fixed and then to have the battery die the very next day. Like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out where am I going to get this cash from. I'm trying to figure out school. Like... It's been, like, a crazy two weeks for me. Not an excuse, but, like, also, like... Oh, my God. Everybody's trying to call me right right now. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to fucking decline calls while I'm podcasting. Um, but... Like, and I know that this podcast sounds, like, extremely contradictory, but, you know, it's kind of like, when the vibe is off, it's kind of like, I'm not, like, really putting you as a priority. And when you get, like, toxic texts like that from somebody first thing in the morning, that's not really something that I really care to deal with. So, you know, it's like... I don't think anybody really needs that. Like, especially right now. Like, I don't mean, like, being talked down to. And it's like, when I mean honesty, it's like, 
And like I said before, like, you don't need to be harsh about it. You don't need to sit there and, like, yeah, do I feel like I need to be blunt? Yeah, but there's also a way to talk to people. Like, you can't, you don't have to be rude about it. You don't, having an honest conversation doesn't always mean, like, being rude about it. Yeah, you could say, like, you know, certain things that doesn't need to be absolutely rash about, you know, everything and, like, ripping the Band-Aid off and be like, well, fuck you, I don't want to hang out with you, but... You know, there's nothing wrong with saying, like, hey, listen, like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, yeah, I probably handled that wrong and, like, didn't outright say it. But, you know, like, in the time being, I was like, yeah, like, sure. And then, you know, like, right when you mentioned, like, yeah, like, I've been doing a lot of shrooms. Like, (laughs) that just immediately shut my brain down. I'm like, oh, like, that's what we're doing? Okay. Like, uh, like, I don't really want to hang out with you now. Like... Like I said, I don't think shoes is for everybody. Like, that's not my lifestyle. That's not what I like to do. That's not what I like to do in my free time. Like, I'm not trying to knock people. I know plenty of people who microdose and do all these things. But, like, that's also not really how I like to function in my life. I just don't. Like, I don't have any desire to try these things or to put myself in a situation where I feel uncomfortable with it. And that's kind of where I stood by it. You know, like... It's great that you gave me the option and you told me, but, like, also, I just don't want to hang out, you know. But, like, this person's coming at me at a completely, like, sideways way and be like, well, you don't want to fuck around. Well, actually, no, no, I don't. <laughs> sorry, I'm, like, my bad. I'm sorry. Like, my life kind of got in the way, and then he goes, oh, well, you know, you're not the only one living. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay, you know what? Like... <laughs> I I think I may have responded and I was like, okay, fair enough, whatever. And I blocked him because I'm not having this conversation with somebody. Like, you're literally guilt tripping me because, you know, I decided I don't really want to hang out with you anymore. And you're rage texting me first thing in the morning. Like, and the funniest thing is like when people sit there and tell me like, when they start doing shrooms and they get into this like, oh, but, you know, life has changed and this and... Like, you start talking to me about releasing my pain. First of all, like, yeah, I'm sure... Like, I'm going through a very hard time and this is a very hard time for me, but, like, also, like, please don't talk to me about, like, releasing pain and pentate. Like, especially when you haven't talked to me in two fucking years. Like, yeah, I'm sure I sound like a very angry person right now, but, like... Also, like, I don't feel the need to, like, turn to drugs and release myself. Like, to me, (laughs) sober experience in talking to people and having a conversation with them is more appropriate than saying, well, you need to stop. Please don't tell me how to do it. (laughs) Like, you were literally taking a mind-altering drug to deal with your shit. And I'm sitting here trying to do a sober thing with my own life um you know I had a very hard issue with alcohol for a very long time and I dealt with it for five years and I numbed the shit out of myself with alcohol so to have a very healthy conversation with myself and really try to pull myself out of that So I have a very long time and have a healthy relationship with people and trying to express my feelings in a very sober way is very hard. Like, so when people want to talk about like, oh, well, yeah, like, and I'm not sitting here trying to 
knock people for their choices. However, I have a very different living experience now because of what I've gone through. So when people tell me that they're like into these things, it's kind of like, well, what are you really masking? Like, why are you turning to these things? Like, because it was like, for me, it was alcohol. And I don't think everybody who does shrooms or microdoses has this kind of issue, but, um, you know, sometimes I just think that like these after effects or like whatever people are feeling afterward, I don't really know because I've never done shrooms. I don't really know, but whatever he was like trying to, and the best thing is, oh, well, you're projecting on me. Actually, no, I'm not. Like I'm explaining to you, I'm having these issues. Sorry, I haven't gotten around to hanging out with you because of these issues. And maybe I just really feel uncomfortable with a lot of these things. So then, oh, well, you're projecting. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm having a conversation. So... (laughs) Like, these types of people automatically get canceled for my life. Legit, they get canceled. Like, I don't... I'm not trying to sound me. Like, I... There's a very fine line with helping people who have a problem versus people who are going through it thinking that they don't have a problem. And there are certain things that, like, if this person were actually really close to me, maybe I'd be more concerned or... or, Maybe I should feel concerned. I don't really know if I should feel concerned, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, this is not how you treat people. You don't, like, automatically attack them at 745 and say all these things, like, oh, you're... Like, the only thing you're telling me is that you're thinking I'm projecting, but who's really projecting here? Like, you're the... You sound like an angry person here. Like, me explaining it to you makes me sound like I'm angry, but... I just don't really care to have these kind of conversations now. Like, if I'm feeling attacked, I'm really, like, is it worth the attack? No. Because at the end of the day, I could probably say some really mean things, but I don't even want to argue anymore. Like, I don't want to argue with people. I don't want to get into a conversation with people who I don't feel like are worth it right now. If you were, like, if you were a meaningful relationship to me or a meaningful friendship for me to sit down and have a conversation with him and say like hey you know like is this an issue for you like what's what's your end game here like what's going on with you and the reality of the situation is like and it sounds harsh but no like it wasn't beneficial to me it wasn't beneficial to like this isn't a beneficial thing that I really think anything is going to come out for either party like I don't really care to have this person in my life do I wish bad things happen to him absolutely not it just, that's not really particularly where I want to be in my life, is having these uh, journeys with people that I just don't see any end friendship with or making it work. Uh, one of the friendships that I've had recently that I kind of lost actually really did hurt my feelings. And it was one of those things where, like, I kind of cut out because she moved she ended up becoming in a relationship and it's like when she was in a relationship I never heard from her and it's like I understand when you move to a different city you don't have a car you don't have you know a means to get here or whatever and times are hard for you I get that like things happen but you know part of the reason why I got so angry is because like every time she was going through a hard time throughout this whole move and 
know what she was going through, she would call me. Like, we would call each other every single day and be on the phone for two to four hours a night. You know, and sometimes she was struggling, sometimes she wasn't, sometimes I was struggling. Like, this was my person, this was my best friend. And, you know, like, eventually the phone calls started slowing down. Fine. Like, she told me she met somebody. And I'm like, all right, like, that's fucking awesome. Like, cool. Like, I hope things go well with you. And I hope everything... Like, I'm a very strong supporter of people who are happy and in healthy relationships. That's fucking awesome. Like, honestly, I wish that everybody was in a happy, healthy relationship. Is... Are relationships happy all the time? No, they're not. You're going to go through some hardships and maybe things are complicated sometimes and whatever. It's not going to always be like dandelions and daiquiris. Like, it's not always going to be like that. But, you know, it's like you also have to find a happy medium where you reach out to your friends and you're in a relationship. Like, what irritated me the most, I think, was the last time I talked to my friend. It's like we were FaceTiming or duoing or whatever. And it's like at one point I was like talking to her boyfriend and like, I was like, dude, I've never even fucking met you. Who the fuck are you? Like, and why are you listening in on my conversation? Like, I'm having a conversation with her. Like, I really don't need your two cents because I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, (laughs) and that's like the irritating thing. Like, and I know this person is like that where she like will run and tell her man everything about what's going on in my life. Granted, I know I'm doing a podcast, I'm talking to strangers, and I'm disclosing, but this is also my choice. Like, I am consenting to this. Like, I am not consenting you to, like, be telling your man everything that I'm fucking doing, so now he thinks he knows everything about my life, and I know, like, jack shit about you. Like, yeah, do people talk about their friends and their relationship? Absolutely. But, like, also, I don't need you running and telling every little fucking thing that I'm doing, and he's sitting here telling me, like, oh, well... Dude, I don't fucking know you like that, bro. Like, <laughs> like, and I eventually had to cut her out because it's like, this is like a common behavior. And, you know, she only really called me when she like was going through some shit or she was going through an issue or, you know, it's like when everything is good in her life, she doesn't really reach out to me. And it's like, am I really even your friend if you're not even like keeping me in the loop of like basic shit you're doing like you used to with no problem and now it's kind of like well fuck me right like and that's also another thing that like really has like hurt me a lot in this whole pandemic is like a lot of people know like where I work and what I'm doing it's like granted I'm not the best at reaching out to people but I've really like have thought about people like like hey how are you doing like what's good like how's your life like How's this shit treating you? And it's like the people that I thought that would reach out to me or I've reached out to, like they haven't responded or they haven't reached out at all. Or what I feel like is enough. Like once a month would be fucking fine. Like at least you're reaching out. It doesn't need to be an everyday thing. It doesn't need to be like maybe once a week. Okay, depending on my relationship. Like sometimes I don't need to be in contact with somebody. Like maybe once a week. Sure, that'd be fucking great. But... I see it kind of fucked up is that, like, I had a random other casual relationship with somebody else that ended, it was very short-lived, but we keep in touch every once in a while. I find it funny that this person reaches out to me more than a lot of people that I have, like, in my everyday life. Like, he reaches out to me at least, like, once every couple weeks. Like, hey, you good? Hey, I'm gonna be in Miami. Like, hey, are you 
okay? You want me to bring... Like, I had this man offer to buy me fucking groceries one day because I, like, wasn't feeling good and I was, like, on the floor, like, literally, like, trying to crawl to my toilet kind of thing. And this person, listen, do you need me to Uber something to you? Like, Amazon it to you, like, right now. You'll get it within a couple hours. Like, are you okay? Like, this is, like, the type of person this person was. And it's, like... If I'm having somebody that I, like, literally hung out with, like, for three days, like, kind of my apartment, like, basically staying here, and then he, like, left to go back to his life in Delray or wherever the fuck he lived, I can't even remember, to, like, do accounting, like, like, why, why are my friends having such a hard time? And for people I've known for, like, seven years, like, that's what breaks my heart, it's, like, I'm going through this, and I know everybody else is, and we're all doing the best we can, and everybody's dealing with their own bullshit. I get that. But, like, we're also humans, and I think we create this kind of, like, hey, are you okay? Are you not okay? Like, I've had ex-boyfriends reach out to me, and it's, like, it's just getting to a point where, like, I feel like I'm losing a lot of my friendships and my relationships because... They're not what I'm not even accustomed to because I've had a lot of failed relationships or really unhealthy relationships. And, you know, like one of my ex-boyfriends like really wants to get back together. And it's just like, like, I'm going to have an uncomfortable lunch with him tomorrow and be like, like, and I already kind of set up my expectations. Like, look, if we got back together, this is what I expect. And he was like, okay, well, I'm willing to change. Like, I can't do it all at once and I can't do it all right now but like this is what I'm willing to do and I'm willing to do it to get you back and it's like at this point it's been like five years like since me and this person's been together and it's like I'm not even the same person like I was when he met me like I just don't want to go into something with the same expectations or different expectations to get set up again like I feel like I feel like it's a bank robbery, except, like, except I'm not a bank. It's like you're robbing me of my emotions kind of thing. And I really don't want my emotions to get robbed anymore. Like, literally, I feel like I need to put my feelings in a vault, lock them up, and you're not robbing shit. Like, and I don't want to be that way, but I feel like relationships now, it's like, if you don't, deserve half of this shit like you're not getting any of it like because I give my all and I feel like I'm giving my all to a wrong relationship and it's shitty it's fucking shitty so I don't really know it's like I don't really want to be in a toxic relationship at this rate like I don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. I just want somebody who's real. And to really share that with me and be real with me and be willing to be vulnerable. And, you know, it's like, where do I even find these people anymore? Like, I feel like it took me a really long time at 32 to find, like, okay, like, I have standards now. This is what I'm willing to expect this is what I'm willing to put up with and I'm really not going to deal with all this bullshit because I've been dealing with it for 32 years of my life and now it's now it's 
not even worth it. If I'm not even getting, if I'm not even worth 25%, then like, what the fuck are we doing here? But that's how I feel. And, um, you know, I just think that we all need to remember that we're, we're fucking humans and just stop like letting all this bullshit from preventing you being vulnerable with somebody else. Like, that's what bothers me. Like, we're all fucking human beings. Like, when did we stop being so vulnerable with people that we won't even allow being vulnerable with each other? Like, I'm always okay with being vulnerable and letting people know how I feel. But, like, I just hate that other people won't allow themselves to be vulnerable, too. And that's annoying to me. Like, if I'm, if I'm alive, like, and I get people aren't always going to be like that right off the bat, but... You know, if if you see that this person is like this, then, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, what... If you lose that vulnerability, like, if you're allowing yourself to... Like, what do you have to lose to being vulnerable with somebody that's okay with being vulnerable with you? So, just be nice to each other. Uh, remember that we're all humans to not lose faith in each other you know and there's nothing wrong with having that human to human connect like at the end of the day this phone is not gonna hug you it's not gonna lay down at night with you and and hold your hand there's nothing wrong with being human